0: Hey friends, welcome back to Thrive. I'm here with my friend Michelle of beautylifecoach.com. She is a motivational speaker and a new podcaster hailing from Texas, and she is the sweetest soul who I have been friends with for quite a while now after meeting on the internet a few years ago. So I am so stoked that she is joining us today. Michelle is so passionate about cultivating hope and helping women just like you discover their worth and live their dreams, so I am sure today's episode is going to light or relight a fire under us all. Make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode, rate and review if you love, love, love listening to Thrive, and now, welcome Michelle.
1: Hey, everyone. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad to be here. I love Erica. I was just telling her how she's been such and inspiration by her saying yes to her dream and just inspiring people to live with passion and to thrive. So I can't wait to dive in, get deep, get real, be transparent, and really give you strategic tips you need that you can use today to really see your life change for the better. So... Amazing. And I think you all,
0: you can tell Michelle's energy level is just like mine. So this is why we're friends. (laughs) And we had to hit record because we were talking before recording and the truth nuggets and the truth bombs and everything just kept coming. And we're like, wait, 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 we have to start recording because this is good stuff. So, so stoked to talk to you. It's been way too long, girlfriend.
1: (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. It's been way too long, but I... Can't wait! I'm, I yeah, I'm so glad you plus request record because I feel like other people need to be in our conversation. Right? because There's so much happening, so much good and change and shifts and just like arising and awakening and you know all the all the verbs, all the words. So, <laughs> oh my god, I love it. So <laughs> Michelle,
0: kick us off. Give us your story. Tell us all about you your family, your life, your work, Uh, and what you are up to now, because I feel like every time we talk, you are, like, moving and shaking and doing something totally new uh, and totally exciting.
1: Well, thank you so much. Um, I can't wait to share. So, you guys, we're going to get real and raw super quick. I am a mom of four. All the children. (laughs) All the children, all the children. I uh, struggled with infertility for four years, and then um, when I literally was praying and I I literally told the Lord I said okay God I know we're called to be parents but um if this is not like the traditional way of getting and having a baby is not in our cards then I know that I got this phrase that adoption is not a last resort but a first priority and so yeah y'all it's so true like like, I just got goosebumps (laughs) it's so true though but y'all literally and then I this this phrase is gonna like bless you so much then I went to my husband and I said, babe, you know, we've always felt called the adopt, Um, you know, adoption is our last resort, but our first priority and that there's babies with our names and put it on our hearts that were created for us to be their parents. And so having that revelation and perspective, we went all in. I gave up that dream and of having my own, like birthing my own children. And we went all in, we did foster to adopt, um, crazy timeline. Like, let me just give you guys this crazy timeline. We said yes to our dream. We worked for six months on getting all the paperwork. Um, the week we were finishing the paperwork, I um, studied to be a speech, patho- or speech therapist. I did that for years. Now I do motivational speaking and life coaching and blogging. But um, I was at one of my houses and the CPS worker, I was at a foster home, and the CPS worker came up to me and was like, um, asked me about my son, who's my son now. And I said, um, hey, you know, I love him. I'm going to dismiss him. And she looks at me and she's like, oh my gosh, do you want to adopt him? And which is so crazy, like crazy favor. And no one, like if you've ever been in the foster adoption, adopt system, I were not we weren't even done with our paperwork. It was illegal for her to say that. (laughs) I was going to say that is not how that works. (laughs) That is not how it works in any way, you guys. So you just got to know the favor of God and, and saying yes. And so I was like, oh my gosh, yes. But I need to ask my husband and talk to my husband because this is a huge deal. So we finished our paperwork Friday. Then on Saturday we met, um, we went to Chick-fil-A. My husband met Jaden, my son for the first time, our son for the first time. And after 20 minutes, I look over and my husband's crying and he is, he is like an outdoorsman. He does not cry ever, but he's crying. And we're like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, babe, why are you crying? Well, then he has the ugly cry has to go to the bathroom. And when we leave that meeting, he tells me that after 20 minutes, he knew that was our son. And we had finally found the little boy that we were looking for. Like our son, not little girl, little boy. We didn't know. But we finally found our child we were looking for and, and praying for. And uh, fast forward. This is so crazy all the time. It's so crazy. Fast forward, nine weeks. He moves in. Um, and I find out that I'm nine weeks pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Because we gave up that dream. We tried four years. And then... Um, so, um, the day timeline, the reason I said something about timeline is because the day we said yes to our son is the day we conceived that same day. That is crazy. I know. It doesn't even make sense. It's crazy. It's so God, like no one had planned that or perceive that was going to happen. But the moral of this whole situation is that on the other side of your yes, there was always breakthrough and blessing. So if you just... Say yes to your dream. We're starting quick and deep. And, but um, that has been such the, the really the mantra I live by. Say yes, whatever's in your heart. And there's always breakthrough and blessing. So fast forward, when my daughter was 15 months, we got pregnant again miraculously. And then when my, um, my second daughter was four months, we got guardianship of my niece. So in four years, we have infertility and then in 4 years we got 4 babies. So, that is crazy and amazing. <laughs> you know what I love
0: oh about this though? This just oh. made me think of a podcast episode that I was listening to literally yesterday. So, wow, what crazy timing. But it was they were talking about how sometimes all it takes is surrender and how for so for mm. so long, so many of us can push, push, push for what we think we want. And then we fight with God and we're like, God, why aren't you giving me this? Like, I want this, you know, the desires of my heart, like give it to me. And we forget that our timing is not his timing and our timing is not perfect timing, but his is. So sometimes it takes (laughs) surrendering and being like, you know what, maybe what I want is not best right now. Maybe like, it's still a desire of my heart, but maybe it's not your plan right now. So, you know, as the lord's purse says "Thy will be done my hands are up i surrender i give it to you and then that is like something clicks sometimes and then when the timing is right it's revealed to us and like look at that you've surrendered what you thought was your dream and you were like you know what i'm going for what i feel like god is calling me to not knowing if you would ever be pregnant or have that happen and then you know he was like you know what it is it is the plan like
1: so it's crazy yeah (laughs) Yeah. There's so much freedom in surrender. Um, and in there's so much hope after your yes. And as you face a fear, not knowing, we didn't know when we were going to get placement with our son. We didn't, we didn't know, but we said, yes, we didn't, we couldn't see what that future held, but we just took the steps and said yes. And, um, I I love that you were just listening to that yesterday and, um, specifically now with business and with what we're doing in life, everything. Um, about beauty life coach, obviously the past four years, five years, that's been five years, things have transitioned and I've grown so much as a person and realized um so much about who I am and how to relate to people and how to love others. And you know when you go through stuff, you have grace for others and you realize yes. that maybe, maybe I should talk about this. Maybe this could help someone overcome and see see light in in the dark moment and maybe this is just a moment. and It doesn't have to define the rest of my life. Ooh, uh, that is so true. Oh, uh, and uh, yeah, that's why, you know, we just teach our children that and, um, and just teaching our kids to say yes to their dreams. So um, it's been such a pro- process. And I, I've just really, one thing that I have such peace with is that people are just going to see, sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it looks different than, I expected nothing is perfect, but I am in a process and I'm, I'm progressing and people are going to see that. And even though in the mess, they might not understand what's really happening, what you're really doing. But when you continue moving forward, they're going to start seeing shifts and changes and it's going to empower them to say yes. It's going to empower them to arise. And um, so that's kind of what's been happening with beauty life coach. I did, I've been doing blogging and um, for a long time, kind of vlogging. And I went, kind of shifted from fashion to beauty. And now the, it's shifted so much in its family and home, but also all about empowering, like what I said, I just like what I say, like discovering your worth, knowing your purpose, arising and saying yes at such a time as this, when so many people need hope. It's so important that we do our part and. And empower them to say yes to their dreams because people are waiting on us to say yes they're waiting on us to inspire them to move forward mm-hmm. so um that's what my whole thing is about now um uh, so definitely yeah, go check it out and follow along and um I will do my best to inspire you to live life to your fullest so <laughs>
0: I love it. How did you yes. get in? How did you get started doing that specifically? Like you're in the motiva- the motivational speaking world now, and yes. now you're starting discover your worth podcast. So what, what made you do that specifically and like say,
1: and say yes to doing that as your job? Oh, uh, well, um, in 2011, I was in my master's program for counseling and then I just didn't feel like it was the right fit. And so I started doing research and I discovered a life coaching program that I really felt like was what I was supposed to do. And so I became a certified life coach. Right after that, I was asked to be a um, spokesperson for an anti-bullying organization called Medal of Integrity. And then for two years, um, I traveled around Texas, speaking in schools, speaking at organizations, talking all about how to live with integrity. Um, and how to teach bullies to know their worth and purpose. That's that's been following me my whole life. Um, And even the reason I started is because, let's get deep real quick, ladies. Um, I didn't grow up a Christian and I um, didn't have any worth, purpose or identity. And I struggled with depression and suicide and I didn't feel enough ever. And I was lusted by seven men you know, you you name it, it pro- I probably went through it or, you know, it was really crazy. You know, we all go through crazy things, but it's what we do with those things that that define who we're going to be and what we're going to do. And I could have let it defeat me and make me feel like I was not enough and stay in that vein and that I that, that be my identity, that I wasn't enough and that I deserve to be treated like a piece of trash because that's what happened. But I experience i had an experience with god i had an experience with the holy spirit where i gave my life to the lord and i realized that that was literally that was the love i had been searching for my whole life and it shifted everything and i knew that my mission in life truly was to bring hope to the hopeless and truly set women free to never feel what i felt or go through what i went through and uh know that they had a choice To know their worth and say yes to their dreams.
0: (laughs) That's incredible. Incredible. So, what do you think is the best way? If we're bringing it back and going right back to the beginning for people, what do you think is the best way to approach uncovering your passion in the first place or your purpose? and ultimately discovering your worth. Walk us through what that is like. If someone is sitting there and they're kind of like, you know, I don't really know what I'm passionate about, or maybe I have a couple passions. I don't really know what my purpose is. Like, why am I here? What am I worth? Like if people are just kind of like just starting off and feeling a little bit lost or overwhelmed by all of it, walk us through where they, where they start. Girl, it starts with your daily,
1: many minute goals that you're going to set for yourself every single day. This is the tangible stuff that you need to write down. So get a pen and paper out, (laughs) write it down, because this is going to change your life. So if you are confused or you're frustrated and you're stuck and you can't move forward because of all the confusion and the chaos in your brain, because you got so much going on, literally get a pen and paper down and write down put it Line down the paper and write down on one side the things that you love if it's art if it's uh, movies if it's whatever it is that, and then on the other side write down the things that you're good at and then whatever you're good at and whatever the things you love draw a line connecting those specific things that in itself will give you such clarity about Okay. Oh, I'm good at this. And I'm passionate about this. Oh, I love this and I'm good. Okay. Well, maybe I have something to say. Maybe, maybe I could turn this into from my passion into my profession. And these are certain things that you can do in order to do that. So once you have that done, but you have to girls, you've got to do the work so you can see the results and the fruit from your work. But if you don't do the work, if you don't take time and realize that you're enough, to take a moment, an hour to yourself, and write down specific things that you feel passionate about. And then from those things and connecting the dots, everything's like a a pattern, everything's like a puzzle, you got to connect all the dots, figure it out, but it takes work, discovering takes work. You will start seeing the hidden treasure within you, start having clarity. So also statistically, they say that 80% of reality You're 80% 80 more likely to accomplish your dreams if you write them down. So then start on the next page. You have clarity about what you're passionate and what you're good at. On the next page, write down little goals, steps you could take every morning and every afternoon and maybe every evening that you can do to start shifting things in your life. A lot of it starts from the inside. So Mm -hmm. if you're confused, we got to really... Figure out the, the triggers that cause you to be confused and then eliminate those from your life. You got to figure out the moments that make you feel overwhelmed and frustrated and really start having awareness like, oh, that that's what brings me frustration. So let's, let's shift and change things in that area so I can be better in this other area. Yes. So you can even begin to think about starting something new. Um, one of the phrases that I, I say all the time is that when there is order, abundance follows. I'm going to say it again. When there's order, abundance follows. So when you have order in your life, order in your mind, order in your home, abundance will truly follow you.
0: Yes. That is so good. And so true. Uh I, I joke with my husband about this all the time, because if he always knows when I'm feeling more overwhelmed or my mom, especially knows, like if she comes over and my house is a disaster or like everything around me is just a, a total hot mess, chances are it is literally what is going on in my brain just making manifest around me. It's like it's it's vomiting That's out so of my mind and it's vomiting onto my desk and onto my floor and onto my bed and onto pretty much everything. So it literally makes such ah. a difference. It really does. And to what you said before with that list, oh my gosh, I love that. because And that is what I always tell people too. Like this was how I figured out my everything in college, even like back in the day when people would be like, what do you want to do for a living? I almost feel like they teach it backwards when you're younger and in school, because how you just explained it is like, oh my gosh, what a perfect, succinct way to start piecing together passion and, and what you're good at. Like, I feel like nowadays you see people where maybe they're picking a profession or majoring in something in school And then people are looking at them going, but like, what are you going to do with that in life? Or like, but why are you doing that? And people don't really have good answers for why they're majoring in something or what their actual aspiration is with it. So I was like, when I was confused about that, literally in high school, I was sitting down going exactly what you just said. Going like, okay, what, for me it was the opposite. It was, what can I, what am I not good at. Like I and I was like yeah. I am I was like I can't do blood. I will pass out. Therefore, I know that being a doctor is not my calling. Being Absolutely. doing anything like in the myself. medical field not for me. Cool. And then I was like, "You know what? I really don't like math. Like I would rather watch the grass grow." So like probably not going to be like a physicist, probably not going to yeah, be an like accountant. It. Like I was kind of weeding my way to like, "Okay, I don't like these things, so that's definitely not for me. And I'm not good at that, so that's definitely not for me. And then for me, it was literally like, well, I love writing. I love talking to people. I love, well, like fun hobbies, shopping or clothes or style, like things like that. And it's funny because if you look at what my life is now, literally a decade ago, it was like all the things, just like the individual tasks of I love writing. I wasn't saying I want to be a, be this kind of writer, or I want to do this with writing. I wasn't putting a box on it. I was just saying like, you know what? I love to write. And now look what I do for a living. I do something that wasn't even, didn't even exist when I was thinking of that back then, like being a blogger on the internet, wasn't a career, you know? So that is, uh, I just, everyone needs to write that down. And if you are struggling with that, do that exercise that
1: Michelle said, because that, that works. Yes, and it brings such clarity. To go even deeper, like first off, talk about vision. You know, in the Bible, it talks about, um, and there's so many things about like manifesting and vision. But in the Word, it talks about in the back. End, it says, write down your vision and make it plain, so it, it's in your face. And it doesn't say in your face in the Bible, but it just says write write down your vision, and make it plain. But so literally, if we put that in our society in this moment right now, we write it down. We're accountable to what we wrote down. It's not just chaotically in our head and just comes to us when we lay our head on the pillow at 12 at night, we're exhausted. And then we forget to do anything. And then it's two years down the road and nothing's changed. No, we have it. We're accountable. We see it every single day. Therefore, we're going to start subconsciously doing things to make the wheels turn, to shift things in our lives so we can see that come to pass. And that's what you did. Like, what the heck? You literally created this job that didn't even exist because you wrote it down and you said okay let's do it whatever like i'm gonna just say yes even if it's weird even if no one understands even if i look weird or you know i just feel like that's the thing like even if you look weird even if you're afraid just do it and then uh, like the people who are the naysayers the people who want to talk you out they will see you know just give it some time you don't prove yourself they will see and they'll come around and even if they don't they'll still be inspired by what you've done as long as you continue to say yes. So, Especially
0: because you're not doing it for them.
1: You're doing it yes. for you
0: and you're doing it
1: uh, for the people that you will help.
0: It has nothing to do
1: uh, with the yes. naysayers. <laughs> yeah, And I think that's, that is the greatest, um, another great thing to write down. Um, after you figure out what you're good at, then you need to know, uh, you know, you'll say, you'll hear every motivational speaker, every You've listened to a ton of YouTubes on this, but your why? Like, why are you doing what you're doing? And I truly believe that to make money is not enough. It's not. You're going to be exhausted in those days where it's just, oh, I need to make money. No, that's not going to be enough. But if you have a why, like, I need to make money for my family. Let's be more specific and more descriptive and um, dive deeper into that. Why do you want to make money for my family? I want to create a legacy. I want to create um this opportunity for my family to see me say yes so they can say yes. I want to change the future of next generations. Or, I, you know, one of my whys is I don't want any woman ever to feel what I felt, ever to go through the lack of confidence that I had or suicidal thoughts or depression. I want to be the catalyst of hope, the shift and change for them to arise and be propelled forward. So everything I do needs to align with that. And it'll give you clarity, it'll give you purpose, and it'll give you the endurance you need to continue moving forward.
0: Okay, so if someone listening is on this journey, but feeling like they lack clarity or lack the confidence to follow their dream and say yes to something that feels bigger than themselves, so maybe they know what they want to do, but they're just scared or they're not confident in it. Do you have any sort of strategic tools or tricks to help? And what advice would you give?
1: Yes, absolutely. The first advice I would say is that we got to renew your mindset because we can, I can give you every tool, every worksheet that you could want, but without a renewed mindset, you will circle back around the same mountain of disbelief, doubt, fear, and anger and resentment, whatever it is, whatever mountain you're going around over and over and over and over, That is holding you in place um without a renewed mindset so in order to get a renewed mindset you got to write down the truth so we do another i love doing like the to show you the beliefs and the lies that you're believing and then the truth and so what you need to do is get that piece of paper out again get that pen and and paper out and start writing down and you're going to on one side write the lies that you're believing about yourself or things that were told to you that are not the truth. And a lot of times we align with lies for like our whole lives. And those are the things that hold us back. One of the lies that I believed that I was, and I, it was that I was not enough and I would make decisions based on that lie. Not even knowing that I truly believed how deep that was, but it shifted who I was and it brought fear and doubt and, I just never felt enough, and um, if anyone questioned what I was doing, it would it would like dive into that that same belief. So, um, but and then so you're gonna write down the lies, then you're gonna write down the truth, and then you're gonna go and search out scripture to align yourself with the truth, and then you're gonna have this paper. So let's say you say I don't feel good enough, or like I was I was in an abusive relationship, and I was told you are never gonna be successful you are worthless, you're ugly, you whatever, whatever it was, so many things, like, thank God that that stuff has been wiped from my memory, because I've renewed my mind so much, it truly will happen, um, but I literally sat down, wrote all these lies out, and I said, well, I believe the truth is that I, I am loved, because in the word it says, you are loved, you're accepted, you're redeemed, you're set free, you're, um called and created on purpose for a specific god-given purpose you're thought of for millions of years even before you were born like god knew you and loves you and calls you by name and so um he's our father he's our friend he's the love of our lives and and the holy spirit and jesus will be that for you and so um anyways best advice write down the lies some then write down the truth and then back it up with scripture. And then when this is, this is a strategic step. What you need to do as you want to move forward is you're going to go throughout the day. As you do this activity, it'll take you about an hour, but it'll change your life. You walk throughout your day. Okay. You carry that journal with you. It could be a dollar general journal. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. And when those lies start arising in your heart and in your mind, then you get that notebook out, put it in your face immediately And you start declaring the truth and you replace the lies with the truth. And as you do, it's a battle that God has won on our behalf, but we are here right now having to overcome the habits that we've developed unintentionally. And sometimes they were put on us or just different things that we believe. So we got to overcome habits. So that's how you do it. You battle it with truth and you align yourself with that. And I just want to challenge you to do this. I want to challenge you to do it for the next 21 days. I say it takes 21 days to 30 days to break a habit. So do it and don't allow yourself to say one negative thing about yourself or others for the next, you know, 21 to 30 days and see how your life changes. Just see, and then write me and let me know. And I can't wait to help you go and get the next step, but you've got to renew your mind so you can be the person you need to be to sustain the blessing that's coming your way as you say yes.
0: Yes. I love that. And I want to add on to encourage people too, because if someone, I feel like there may be some people listening where they're not really sure if something is a lie about themselves or not, because it is so ingrained in their mind that to them, it feels like truth. You know, like I know so many people where they really do, for example, believe that they are just ugly people and like really think that that is just a fact and don't see how crazy untrue that even is. So if you need to take a step back even and just write all of the negative things that pop into your mind about yourself, whether you think they're true or not. And then now through the next step, you'll basically uncover what is truth versus lies. If you're taking a scriptural approach like that, but it's like, Oh man, I feel like it, it could be really, really, powerful and overwhelming and sad but enlightening to see how many negative things we harbor and hold on to about ourselves and maybe aren't even realizing it that it's something that you're carrying with you as a belief about yourself it's crazy yeah
1: Yeah. and just even to add on to that there's um when you go through this process you're you have to be really vulnerable with yourself and you Mm -hmm. have to be really raw For you to truly see change. And a lot of times that's that's hard. It's challenging. It can be emotional. Um, But one thing about emotion is that it is never... It's good as long as we don't dwell in that emotion of sadness. And we don't dwell in a certain emotion um, for too long. Because it's motion that is literally given to us. It's a gift that is used to compel and propel us forward. So we have to continue seeing, you know, when we have emotion, we got to move, have motion and move forward. But Ooh, also love one of that. the best, yeah, thanks. My, but one of my best friends preached on this and Sarah, but the, the, one of the best ways to move forward and have motion in your life is through forgiveness. And, um, you guys, as you write these things down and realize that, oh, hey, maybe my brother said this and it's affected me and it's been a, uh, a belief I believed or my dad or my friend or whatever it is, whoever it is in your life or yourself, you got to forgive yourself for holding on to these beliefs. Like the belief that someone might think they're ugly or not smart. Um That stuff is just not the truth. Um, Even if you believe it's your truth and you believe it for so long. Um And so forgiveness is the greatest gift you can give to yourself because it gives you the power to be, um, released from a prison of, of literally you, you imprison yourself as you are, are not willing to forgive and you, you're released as you give, for, like, um, as you give forgiveness. Like, if you can get that mental picture, unforgiveness chains you and binds you to the past as you forgive and literally it's you're released from the pain and the past that has held you back for so long. That is the key. That's going to get you out out of the door of um, shame and anger and bitterness. And you're going to see such shifts and changes in your life as you day to day forgive and, and decide to say yes and move forward.
0: I love that. So talk to us <laughs> about obstacles because we know they pop up especially if, if we're getting on a journey that is in motion, we're moving forward, we're getting past those those limiting beliefs, we're shifting our mindset, so the obstacles are going to come. They're inevitable. What are some yeah. real practical ways that listeners can approach obstacles
1: to overcome them? Um, that's such a good question because I have a testimony and a story to share with you all and to show you that um every time here's the thing no matter what every time you decide to move forward there's going to be challenges and obstacles that come there's going to be bumps in the road so just expect not that you're going to expect the worst but just know hey okay there's going to be challenges in my saying yes because um that is just what happens in life but you're equipped to overcome them and for instance um my husband I haven't even told you about this Erica but um, three months ago, my husband went to the doctor and we found out that he had a fatal ulcer. He had, oh he had been dealing, yeah. It was so crazy. He'd been dealing with it for, um, for, we didn't know what it was, but he'd been having pain for like years. And we finally went to the right doctor. We were, we did not stop until we figured out what it was and it was called a fatal ulcer and where it's placed is in between like the stomach and the intestine and, Um, there's a little spot and the ulcer was so big and in that same spot, there's these, these arteries that run that are, um, very important to our bodies. I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell you exactly what they're called, but, um, there is an artery that runs in that area that if the ulcer would have eaten through the lining of the artery in three minutes, my husband would have been dead. Oh my God. Crazy. That's why it's called a fatal ulcer. So the ulcer, this is the miracle, this is the, the the challenge and the obstacle that I have had to overcome literally within the last few weeks. And so the the ulcer, it's a miracle, didn't eat through the artery, which it should have. It ate around into his pancreas. And it didn't make sense. The doctor said, We don't understand how you're alive. You should be dead, because we don't understand how the ulcer didn't eat through the arteries, it ate around them. It's like touching them, but ate around them and didn't go through them. So miracle from God for real. But the doctor literally started going and saying, yeah, you're a miracle, but you could die at any moment. You're taking time bomb. And thank God he was able to take medicine. Like it was so crazy, but he was able to take medicine and it's better. And he has a checkup on Monday. So we're going to see, you know, what things are happening, but, um, okay. That's a huge obstacle. Your husband the doctor saying your husband could die at any moment and yeah. he's six years old and you have four children and you're building a life together and you're like building your business and you're starting all these new things, these projects. Like what the heck? That'll, that'll stop you quick. And, um, the way I was able to overcome that is I, um, it was a process. Uh, I got a little bit of PTSD. I truly did. I got really afraid. I didn't want him to leave. I, I did. I was like, the doctor said you could die at any moment. Like, I don't want you to leave. I don't like, you know, fear arose, doubt arose, all these things arose, even though this is my, this is my life. Like I teach people how to overcome this. And then I'm faced with the most tragic situation ever. And, um, and the way I was overcome it is I took massive action and I went to, um, a Christian counselor and cause I believe we all need a little bit of maintenance. We all need a little bit of help and preach. Oh, I didn't know I didn't know how to overcome it on my own. And no one had gone through that specific thing. I felt I felt alone. I know there was people who were struggling, but so y'all, I went and I got tuned up and in that moment I literally got freedom. We prayed. It was like a three hour session and I just was able to share my fear and be transparent and raw and real. So what I'm saying is that When an obstacle arises, don't run from it, face it head on and be transparent, raw and real. And don't live in a false reality that these things are affecting you. The reality is bad things happen and there are obstacles in our life and things that we don't expect arise. But if we pretend they're not happening or act like it's not a big deal, then we will, that that will literally forever hold us back. But if we face it head on and we say, hey, I am so afraid, I'm frustrated. I don't know why this would happen, but I am gonna to choose to face it. I'm not gonna be afraid, and we're gonna go through this together. We're gonna to take every step we can to show our children hey, we're not gonna be afraid of this. We're gonna, we're gonna go to every single doctor, we're gonna pray what we need to pray. We're gonna say yes to Jesus, and we're gonna believe that God is good. And that is how we are, we're still in process, but how we are overcoming that. And sometimes your overcomingness and sometimes your breakthrough. Is a daily mantra. Is a daily saying. Okay, I'm gonna overcome. I'm gonna get up today. If you are so sad, or you just went through something and you're so overwhelmed and you can't even get out of bed, just say one thing. Declare one thing. Like you can. Okay, all I know is that God is good, and that He loves me. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna today. You know, then the next day, I'm gonna get out of bed and I'm gonna make, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my bed. You know, the small victories lead to the great huge success. So it's in the little daily routines where we see the massive shifts and changes in our life. So don't don't despise small beginnings. Don't delay on facing a fear or an obstacle head on because it's in those small acts of faith and courage where we truly see shifts and changes in our life. So powerful. So good. I hope everyone took
0: notes on that. It's so true. Mm. And something you said stood out to me too, in terms of just keep believing that God is good. And I want to elaborate on that a little bit more too, because I feel like oftentimes, especially in today's society, and you and I see this all the time from what we do for a living, people will have something good happen and then immediately say, oh, I'm so blessed. God is so good. And it almost creates like this misconception in the world that you do something and therefore God blesses you with something that you want, or you these like big material things or answered prayers is like God showing you that he loves you, which may be true to an extent because of course, you know, like we believe blessings come from above, God blesses us all every single day. but. We can forget that even in our darkest moments even in our lowest moments even in the really really hard stuff the truth is that god is still good and he is still there and it's pretty much as simple as that so even if we don't in that even if we in a moment are having the absolute worst time of our life that does not mean that we are any less loved it does not mean that we are any less blessed. Than the girl next door who's on Instagram talking about how they just bought a half a million dollar house and got new jobs and got pregnant on the first try and have all of the blessings in the world bestowed upon them. That doesn't mean that she's any more blessed or any more loved than the rest of us. So it's like regardless of what obstacle you have in front of you, there are certain truths that still remain. And there will continue to be obstacles and you will never have a life, none of us will, that is without obstacles. Right. I mean, hell, Jesus had a couple obstacles and his, <laughs> you know, like his journey ended, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's it, you. just a few. <laughs> like, so I feel like that's just an important thing to remind people too, because the goal isn't to not have obstacles. The goal is to overcome them with grace and with the same victory that we,
1: we can overcome them yeah. with, you know? Yeah. And I think what, another thing, like what you were saying, that is so good. Um, I love you. I love you. It's <laughs> <all right. laughs> um, it's so good. And another thing you were saying, you were talking about Instagram and all these social media platforms, um, and how literally the greatest way to stay stuck is to come in and to lose your joy is to compare yourself to someone's false real on their Instagram. Like they're false. What does Stephen Ferdinand always say? It's like the false reality. Highlight Highlight reel. It's a highlight reel. And you don't know, you know, you just talked about a girl who got pregnant on the first try, Who, you know, buy a half a million dollar home, whatever it is, you know, has all the, the clothes, all the designer stuff. You don't really know what's going on in her life. You don't know if she's secretly suffering. And Has no joy, no peace, and that this is her only outlet. You know, we don't know. So never compare. If you, if you, the best way to overcome a comparison is to pray for the people you're looking at. Ooh. Say God bless them, bless them more. Don't covet what they have. Say bless them more. So God, I thank you for blessing them more. I thank you that everything you're showing me, it's not to dangle it in my face. God is a good God. Everything He reveals to us and shows us not to dangle that that in front of our face. It's to give us revelation that He has more for us and that He wants to bless us and promote us to that. So that He gives us a vision of what's to come. As long as you hold on to that (laughs) and and you say yes. Like that is reality. Like don't compare your life because your life is to anyone else's. Because your life is so special and unique and God wants to bless you abundantly. As long as you just have revelation of that. Like, no, okay, stop coveting. Don't judge. Don't be jealous. Girl, you better get rid of that attitude because that'll hold you back, too. Forgive, unforgiveness, all this stuff. Instead, bless, pray, thank God for freedom and breakthrough because literally that is the shift that's going to, you're going to literally start seeing that. I am serious. <laughs> that's a key right there that'll give you such freedom. And you just never
0: know. Like you said, like literally before we hit record on this, you and I were talking and you were saying that I had inspired you with stuff that you are doing and how we the last time we were together in person and you were hearing about you, my course and my book and then my podcast and you were like, wow, I need to do something. And it's crazy because literally the past couple of weeks, I've personally been feeling so discouraged and was feeling weird on my own purpose. And just kind of like, wow, what am I, I was in a funk. and I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Does it matter? And just like all up in my head with it. And then here I, you and I were on Instagram together and I'm seeing you just come, came out with your own podcast and you're doing all these great things. And I reach out, I'm like, Michelle, this is incredible. Like, come on, thrive. People need to hear your story. And here you're like, hell you inspired my story. And I'm like, what? like. what, So that's the thing, like you just never know. You could be in this really dark place, but people are watching and people are seeing how you attack your mountain, you know? Like people are seeing how you move your mountain, how you approach the climb, and you just never know where down the road someone is going to go back in their memory bank and remember something that you said, something that you did, and be inspired by it in some way, shape, or form, and it's going to help them approach their thing. And it's like, when God says he works all things together for our good, your bad things might help someone else create something good. So it all, oh, it's like all
1: pieced together in this like really cool, really cool way. A <laughs> screen like all this. Yeah. And I just want to brag on you, girl. I, oh gosh. Like, no, it was so strategic because that, you know, I was pumping my pump broke. We went to a conference together, everyone who's who listening and we went to our conference together, and we roomed together. And I was just struggling. I missed my baby. I she was only four months, but I knew I needed to be there. My um, pump broke. I was you were crazy. literally in
0: the shower, like squeezing out your engorged boob <laughs> for your blessed <laughs> little baby. I'm like, oh, I don't
1: know how Michelle shower. is
0: doing this.
1: <laughs> so bad, and I had to lost the weight Yeah, I was like, all these struggles. It was crazy, and then. It was so cool because I truly believe it was so God that we got to just connect even more and be together in that that moment where I just I felt so sad and and like man what am I doing I have all these kids and, and you know it's weird you get in your head so, <laughs> what I'm am I like, doing I have all these kids <laughs> I know like I, 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 why am I here like they need me at home like you know all this <laughs> stuff like, you just get in your head and then I'm like man Erica. I, I literally said, man, she's arising. Everything you went through with your daughter, everything that you overcame and you said yes, and you trusted Jesus in that in those moments. It was just so just hearing her testimony lit something within me, like, okay, she's a, such an overcomer. And she said yes. And look at the shift and and truly, like your yes has shifted and changed so many people's lives for the better. Me including, like just giving me hope, that little spark of hope, like, okay even though my boobs hurt so bad. (laughs) It's okay. Like there's a moment. This moment's not going to define everything. I just have to keep moving forward. Like we're going to see, we're going to see breakfast, you know? So, ah, and I love you.
0: You said that earlier too. And I'm so glad you said it again because it reminded me that I wanted to bookmark that for people. The fact that you said it's a moment, it's not your life. And so yep. many times in our darkest moments, that is all we can see and that is all we are holding on to and it just all feels dark and all feels hard and it just, we we extrapolate that to we're in a bad moment and we're like, you know what, I have a bad life or like I have a bad everything and we forget uh, that it's not really everything. Right. It is. It is but a moment in time in our yep. life, even if that moment is years, years long, like literally... We just, I just talked about um, my friend Rachel on the podcast with this literally, oh my God, this is like crazy full circle. And she, <laughs> we talked about literally everyone listening, tune into the last episode if you missed it. Cause we talked about the story in the Bible where the Israelites are in the desert for 40 years and it was supposed to be an 11 day journey. So for them, you know, like. Their moment was really freaking long. (laughs) Yeah. So your moment might literally be ridiculously long. It might just feel ridiculously long to you based on how extreme it is. But we don't see the finish line yet. We don't see the full picture yet. There is only one person who does. So we have to be able and willing to just, even if we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel yet, to just trust that it is there. And at some point... One moment leads to the next and something will come of it.
1: Ah, I love it. And I want to like know on is your life being in the desert of 40 years. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> you believe it? But God provided, I mean, their shoes, their clothes, their food, God provided. But right. The reason they say the reason they stayed is because of their grumbling and complaining. And that is why they kept going around the same mountain. They were, they were a, on a twelve days trip, they kept going around the same mountain, same wilderness, same desert for years because of their words, their belief, their are confusing. And what they spoke, like y'all, be careful what you say, be careful what you think, because it can just like what we're this whole theme, like it'll hold you back. So be careful, like your words have so much power over Truly. your life, over your family, um, and over your future. Yeah. So, be careful what you say. <laughs> the truth, even if you're tempted to be angry, whatever, say, y'all. This story. I know we're, we're probably need to end, but y'all, this is so funny. My husband and I went through so much. This is just a story about how things can shift. We went through so much. Um, we, if if we would have got divorced, it would have been in 2012. We lost or 2011. Yeah, we lost 11 people in our family. We are going through grief. It was crazy and i was so mad i'm like why does he always hurt my feelings like you know all this stuff about me why is it this happening and you know i was just mad y'all um i felt like the holy spirit said well it's your fault it's your fault you keep speaking that over him you have authority and i like over your husband to speak truth and life and your mouth brings life or death and so it's your fault you're speaking all that death so you better shift yourself humble yourself and speak truth. And so this is what I did. I put sticky notes all over the house of everything God had told me about him, that he was a man of my dreams. He was everything I had prayed for. He was called to greatness. He was the love of my life. All these promises the Lord had given me about my husband. And one day I was so tired working. I was working six hours a week. I was doing dishes. He was on the couch and he, I just made dinner, all these things. And he said something to me that tried to trigger me into that behavior that I was having that was not good. It was a nice behavior, you know? And I look over at him about to snap back and I see that sticky note. And it says, you are everything I've prayed for. And I scream it. I say, you are everything i prayed for. Like a crazy person. And it literally shifted the atmosphere. He didn't know what to say because I didn't say anything mean. I said something nice. And it started being the catalyst that changed everything. So it was easier for me to say nice things. It was just a process. Again, everything's a process. But um, that's just a funny testimony about how saying good things will change people. I love in that. In your situation.
0: It's so funny. <laughs> I'm going to have to use that myself next time I find myself uh, triggering and instigating <laughs> things in my <laughs> in our house. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so to close things out here, I got to know what does thrive mean to you and how do you strive to thrive in your own everyday life?
1: Thrive means it's time to arise. You want to thrive, you need to arise into your purpose. And arising means, you know, having things in order. Like when there's order, abundance follows. You're thriving in every area of your life. And when there's something out of place, you're able to see it, have clear vision, and move forward. You're thriving every day just by saying yes to what you feel called and created to do. Everyone's purpose and plan is different, and my what I feel called to do, what I what God has called me to do, is not better than what Eric is doing or what you feel called to do. Or nothing's every everything that you do by saying yes and overcoming fear, that is thriving. You're thriving just by moving forward. And, um, so girls, it's time to thrive and arise. be all that you're called and created to be. It's your time. I love it. <laughs> Michelle, thank you so, so, so much for
0: hanging out with me on Thrive today. Tell us where people can find you online if they want to connect with you more
1: yes you guys come and hang out with me i'm beauty life coach beautylifecoach.com my name is michelle hammonds and that's my handle on instagram and facebook is beauty life coach and also uh my podcast you can go check it out it's all about saying yes to your dream it's called discover your worth and um definitely come connect say hi i can't wait to get to know you And thank you, Erica, for letting me connect with your audience and just have this really fun conversation.
0: Wait, before you go, if you like what you just listened to, drop us five stars on iTunes, Make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode of Thrive. And if you're on Instagram, snap a screenshot and share to your story with what episode you're tuning into and tag me at Erica Laganza with what part resonated with you the most. That way I can see what's helping you and your friends can pick up a helpful tidbit too. Thanks for tuning in. It's your time to thrive.